It's just something that has never been explored before. I think, you know, so it doesn't have to be realistic all the time. In my opinion, photography doesn't have to be realistic. Not anymore, not anymore for me. Today, I'm talking to not only a great guitar player, a larger than life person, but to one of the few large format photographers left in Austria. His name is Mahir Jamal, and in today's episode of Capture All, Mahir tells us about his encounters with Idris Alba, his fight against racism with a beautiful project, why it is good to focus on one thing, and his goal to shoot an album cover with one of the biggest stars in music. Capture All is a podcast where I explore how people's passions make them successful in their field and how work and happiness are not polar opposites but create an environment of energy and opportunity. My name is Patrick. Join me in the special episode of Capture All. Maya, thanks for taking the time. You're welcome. Um, we're here in your beautiful, beautiful um, studio and also living space, right? Our apartment and my studio, my showroom. My uh, dark room is where I work. You're more like a f like an artist for me, because what you do is is it doesn't end in taking the picture and then going on the computer and then retouching it. Uh, what you do is large format photography. Yeah. Um, I don't think many people know what that is, but we'll get into that later. What I want to know is. Um, What got you? What, what is your first recollection of photography? Not you, it could be a family member or whatever. Uh, how I first started out is funny because uh, you mentioned when you, when you arrived, you mentioned Patrick Domingo. And it was actually, it started all like 17 years ago. And that's uh, where I brought my first camera. And I was hanging out with Patrick like so much, you know, we're best friends. And uh, he was a photographer and he's still a photographer. And Like he was, he always had his camera with with him, you know, and I got curious and stuff. I was like, how does it work? And he was like, show me how does it, how do you take a picture and the aperture and the, the shutter speed and the ISO and stuff. And, uh, at that point I got curious. So I bought my first analog camera. It didn't really work quite well. The camera, so I had to give it back. And he got, he told me like, Hey, start with this camera, right? It was a, I think it was a Nikon D80. It was the first one. And, uh, that's how I started the digital. And, uh, I started like doing, like, just taking photographs and, you know, as you, as you start, you just take pictures of everything, you know? And, um, at some points I also noticed, I did some like, um, gigs, you know, did some jobs. Um, and I noticed like that, that's not my thing, you know, I, uh, I went to like a, a commercial school, you know, Park Hetzendorf. Mm -hmm. And I missed one semester. It was like an evening school. So I missed one semester, so I couldn't take this one semester and applied for the Angewandte and, um, uh, for the University of Applied Arts, you know, 2009. And, uh, yeah, since then I studied, uh, fine arts. So I do fine arts. Um, what was your going even before that? Did, did, was any family member, any friend, anyone before Patrick that was your Like, okay, photography is cool, or I need that in my life. Actually, no. Just kind of because I'm an aesthetic guy, you know. Maybe it's because I'm a Libra. Okay. Yeah. I'm super aesthetic. And yeah. photography was expression. One expression, one media of, of aesthetics, also music. I play guitar now for 22 years. And I started with keyboard 25 years. I was a musician part-time when I was studying fine arts. Um, I was on tour with Milky Chance, if you know the band, I don't know. 
and um, and with James Hersey. Actually, was was on tour with James, and we were supporting on tour uh, with the Milk and Chat. Wow! So support band. So okay. you had to choose. I had to choose one thing, and my professor told me, "Hey, you either do music and go on tour, or you you get on studying how to do this." And that's that's what got me like back on track. And uh, yeah. So you started off with a Nikon D80 yeah. in digital. Yeah. Um, what came after that? Uh, after that came a D200. And I don't know how I fucked this camera up somehow with the shutter. Something, I don't know what happens. So actually, this was, a, this was my favorite camera. I really love the colors of the D200. And after that came the um, D800e, which I, which I still work with, you know, um, for seven years now. And I'm not the kind of guy who buys like the newest camera all the time. Well, that's good. That, that's very good. I also never update. And it works. If it works, it works, you know. Keep it running. If it's broken, then yeah. Um, when, when and where was the switch to analog? Actually, like when I started at university, we had like the darkroom stuff and they give us some darkroom techniques and everything in photography from, from the darkroom, from film photography, from the camera technique till the digital, till the scanning, till the studio, till um, portfolio and stuff. So I had to go through everything. Analog, darkroom work was like... Um, very interesting it is still is interesting and it amazes me every time i'm in a dark room and um it's always a surprise for me you can plan stuff of course you know you can you can you can check on the shutter uh the, the exposure time and stuff but the way i do stuff it's always a surprise but that's amazing i think it, it i think it's scary at one point probably because you're like i want this vibe and then something maybe slightly different comes out because you working with chemicals and you're working yeah. with film that is maybe not as true to the color as you would have probably liked. But I think that there's some sort of, uh, yeah, chemistry is the right word in where something happens yeah. that you cannot predict, which is sometimes, I think, very nice. Yeah, the thing is like, uh, the way I do stuff is like, you know, I, I don't want to like maybe talk too much about my technique, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to like... <laughs> You don't want any, yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but the things yeah. like um, um, the way I do stuff, you know, for me, it's not too much about, for example, uh, I flew to New York for a project. I did a shot list and I took photographs, for example, of Dumbo or bad arm building and stuff. So there's one part of photography was like, okay, it's standard architecture photography, for example, you know, and uh, the right exposure, everything, you know, right timing and, and of course, yeah, architecture, you know. And um, then you got the second part, you know, where I come back, I develop the film, you know, and then I do my twist in the dark room. And for me, it's not about coming back and 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 uh, exhibit New York again, you know. It's, uh, it's for me in photography, it's like to, to break stereotypes of photography. How can I show another view of photography? How, how much can I get out of photography? Uh, um, I see myself as like the Jim Hendrix of photography because because photography is a new media, you know. And the electric, electric guitar was a new, you know, instrument back then. And Jim Hendrix was the guy who was like, he, he made new sounds, you know. He reinvented. Yeah. He reinvented it. Coming here to this interview, I obviously looked through your website and through your portfolio. And uh, it, it's so interesting. And also just stepping into your um, apartment, into your studio here. It's like there is stuff everywhere on the wall, which is fantastic. And this is how it has to be. I think every 
photographer out there, even if you only do it for yourself. Yeah. And the only is like, just do it for yourself. Because that's, I think, why I'm in this art. Sometimes we think we have to push it out to other people to be appreciated. Yeah. Man, if you don't appreciate it yourself. Yeah, that's true. No one else should appreciate it because that's what you, you spend so much time, you so much um, energy into this. So you just put it on the wall. And this is really amazing. And, uh, and you tried to explain it to me in Sardinia, what you do. And I obviously looked it up, but it's, as you just said, the stepping in is that it becomes, or that it, the photography gets this three-dimensional uh, form and this texture makes it come to life. And I've actually really never seen it this way. I've seen um, like stuff where like painters would go into uh, three-dimensional, they would add uh, structure into something. But in photography, this is super interesting. Tell us about the, the, the big kahuna in there. I saw my last yeah. camera. Yeah. Uh, I've been using the large format camera now for, I'm not sure about, was it, uh, maybe it's six years. I'm very pragmatic, to be honest, mm -hmm. you know. And I would say sometimes, maybe it's, a, it's not a good term, but I'm the laziest photographer ever. Okay. And I say that because I always have the camera on the tripod, you know. And I've like, it also, it, it, even when I do like portraits, you know, I always have the camera on the tripod and I try like to do my, uh, try to be more efficient than just, uh, um, taking a lot of photographs. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, quality over quantity, you know, and it's the same with, with large format because it can take so many pictures. You got the cassettes, every cassette, you got like two films, you know, two photographs and you got to choose wisely. And that's the thing. It's, it's perfect how you explain that. How big is a, a, the film in a large format, do you? Uh, it's it's four, four or five inch, but I don't know how, how like... Four, four by five inch. Yeah. Okay. Everything bigger, I want to do everything bigger. There's eight by 10 inch, but that's too much, too expensive also. Yeah. yeah but now I want to go back actually, to be honest, because uh, I, I went to the Helmut Newton exhibition mm -hmm. recently and I, when I saw his stuff, I'm, I really missed the grain mm -hmm. because it was large format, everything's like super crisp and that's what I kind of miss. And the and the blacks, you know, yeah, when it's in the grayscale, also yeah. the blacks when you when you have like this grain graininess, and yeah, and uh, yeah, it also has to do something with texture, probably that would like benefit your yeah. your shots, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, what type of camera is it? Like to, to explain, uh, yeah. Thomas, so never seen a camera. So um, Thomas camera. I always call it like the harmonica, like the Tia Monica. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the people, yeah. So if I go like, yeah, I have the yeah. Thomas camera. So what was that? You know. Yeah. And, um, it's the camera that you, that mostly people use for product shots, you know, mm -hmm. or for architecture. And the thing about the camera is that you can, um, you can, how you say the, the, the focus can be from the one edge to the other. So you have like yeah. a super, um, insane depth of field. Depth of field. Yeah. As I already said, the, the first like phase of photography, when I do architecture is like trying to get like a good negative, you know, mm -hmm. and which is not distorted, you know? Mm -hmm. And then in the end, I do completely something completely different. Something completely different. Yeah. So it's only that it, this is the starting part and yeah. then you yeah. and you go into an, another creative process. Yeah. Ah, that's amazing. Man, I'm, I'm so excited. I just saw your um, shooting portrait of a, of a friend of, of Nadif. Just saw the behind the scenes and then the actual negative that you did, yeah. which was very nice and crisp. It was a nice portrait shot. Yeah. But the end thing that came out was just so vastly different and it's also and this is what i love about your art is like it's open to discussion 
that what you feel, what you see, what you get, because you add this dimension of basically destroying the photograph. Yeah. It, it's or taking it apart or like deconstructing it. It's yeah, it's, 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 it's the one thing is it is still photography. It's just something that has never been explored before. I think, you know, so it doesn't have to be realistic all the time. In my opinion, it doesn't have photography doesn't have to be realistic. Not anymore, not anymore for me. So I create something that never existed. Maybe that's, maybe that's the link to painting. That's what I also, also have, you know, I have a link to, uh, I link my stuff to painting. I link my stuff to, to sculpture because my, uh, my photographs, when I talk about photographs is I'm talking about the actual, like the actual photograph yeah. you have in your hand you know? yeah. and it's really like a, it's, it's physical. It's physical. Yeah. It has a body, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's what I sell. You know, I sell the photograph, the body. And it's a, it's, you know, it's unique because, um, I cannot reproduce it. I don't have additions because I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. I can take the same, uh, like negative. Yeah. And do like, uh, some other like variants, you know, yeah. will never look the same. That's a one of one. Yeah. That's one of one now. Always. Always a one of one. Um, I'm, I'm also interested with, um, with architectural photography it's obviously setting the right time the right light etc yeah. it's about the planning but when you like you do a lot of portraits do you go deep into the the personality of the person do you have to sit down with them before do you want to talk with them or do you just as you said you're pragmatic and a yeah. lazy photographer which i don't think is it's just the way of you doing it is that yeah. nobody says you have to overdo it this is actually one thing that i hate sometimes is like oh we have to do everything perfect now just do it just It's do that if, if, if the bare minimum looks like this, man, this is outstanding. It's for me, it's like, keep it simple, keep it sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, keep it sexy. And the things like, uh, as you mentioned, like I don't sit down with the person too much, you know, like get to know the person like too much, because for me, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, uh, say in Germany, you say, um, uh, Mittel zum Zwecken. I just actually need the shape. Yeah. I just need the shape of the face and that's what sit down and hold still. And that's about it. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. But that's so cool. It's, uh, there are many photographers that like go very into deep to, to set this, a type of mood, um, with the, the person you're portraying. Um, but I think it, it can be necessary, but it doesn't have to be necessary because you're, you're taking it further. And sometimes it's just, yeah, it's a starting point to something different. For, yeah, for example, if you don't, if you, let's say you're a Hollywood photographer and everything's so busy, the client only has like 30 seconds. He comes in, the set has to be already set, you know? Yeah. Everything should be measured and stuff. You just have to sit down. Okay. And, and the, the guy, the manager is like, okay, you got 30 seconds. Then we have to leave again. Sometimes you don't have, sometimes you don't have like an hour. For example, I took photographs of Idris Elba. Back when I was 23 in mm. London. So, um, it was for his EP because he's, he's an army's ass. And, and I had like a connection because my friend Ken, he, he's his girlfriend. He's, she, she's his best friend, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was actually a shooting day. So they flew me into London, which is really exciting, you know? And we got the studio and it was like, um, yeah, we got a whole day, you know, with Idris, like eight hours. I was like, cool. And then I was like, hey, we do only, we only have two hours. Oh no, we only have four hours. And I was like, 
okay, Idris only got two hours. And then it was like, Idris has only one hour. So we prepared everything in the studio. Idris came into the studio. He immediately took off his shirt because uh, we did some illustrations after that. And he immediately took off his shirt and was in front of the camera. And he was like on point. He was like looking to the camera and stuff. And it was like a, it was even not even an hour. And took the photographs. Amazing. I don't know if you need to show me those. If, if, if there is any, anything that there's, there's a result, there's a result. Uh, it's on my website, I'm on a different website. Okay. I mean, like, uh, I got the, the fine arts stuff. Yeah. And then I got the commercial stuff. stuff. Yeah. Cool. And so that's the example for you don't have, you don't always have time. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's about setting those expectations. It, it should, it, I think if you work the other way, the other way is like, if, if I do the, the minimum in the minimum amount is like that I still have a valid example. Is like, this is a great shot. Yeah. And if you have more time, you can do more of that, yeah. but don't work the other way. Don't work. Don't take those eight hours and going to do this and this and this. And then you trickle down, trickle down, and then you don't have a result. Yeah. It's like, what do I want to achieve at the bare minimum? And if there is more time, we can be even more creative. Yeah. And I think there's a very, very nice truth into that because it's, it's not that we, we have that time to create something. Yeah, it's true. So if you got the time, you can, yeah. you know, make great results. You can make like safety shots. Yeah. So you call it right. Make safety shots. Yeah. And then, but you still like, you save already, you know? Yeah, of course. And. It's also like, uh, another examples, of course, I think it's some like, uh, Oscar or Grammys, I don't know, yeah. backstage, you know, yeah. not even 10 seconds, pack photographs. That's it. If you, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested in, in one thing with any person that does anything. Like, when do you know that you're finished? It's a good question. When do you know you're finished? In terms of, uh, the work in the dark room? Yeah. When, when is, it's like, I'm done. This is good. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to frame this like this. I'm going to put, is this the result? Uh, it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm more or less easily satisfied. Um, but the results are also very good, you know? So, um, for example, if you see the flat iron next to the door, yeah, this was a one timer. I was like, wow, that's it. I don't do second ones, you know? Yeah. You know? And, um, at some point I did another one, flat iron. I think it was years after with the, with the, with the map paper, same result. I was like, wow, that's one. And it's, it's often, it's often like that, but not too much, you know? Um, for example, there's one, there's one, um, picture of, of New York, the, the, the Dumbo mm -hmm. at the beginning. I was like, cause I had to save money cause it's a huge print and I did it somewhere else and to save money. Uh, I, I just, just did this one print and I. It took me some time to like it. Plus also with black and white photography, after all the going for the chemicals and, 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 uh, doing the vessel in the water and stuff, you know, and, and making it, getting it dry and stuff. Um, the, the black and white sometimes gets more saturated. Yeah. Time after time, you know? Yeah. So actually now I'm like super satisfied with the result with the, with the, with the, with the contrast and stuff, yeah. you know? And I do like the crumple, but it was too bright for me to paper. Like the, 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 the exposure was too bright. But now after like, I don't know, three years, it's like, that's, that's it. So your work gets better without you doing anything about it. That's, that's the yeah. pragmat, most pragmatic version of yeah. target. Actually, when I do the test prints, I should wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I look at the prints because they get like darker a little yeah. bit, you know, and I'm like, okay, that's the exposure. 
So I'm going to go enter the dark room the next day and do it with this exposure. Cause sometimes you don't, you don't really see clear. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, is your creative process when, when I, I get to call it that, um, that you, I don't know, turn up a Jimi Hendrix song or that you do anything or is it silent or what is, is there some, some, yeah, energy going into that? I actually play music when I'm, uh, in the dark room. Yeah. I do play music. Uh, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes it's like Steely Dan in this direction, Toto, Boss Gags, or last time it was, I think, uh, more like a punk rock theme because I used to play the punk rock band when I was 15. So I love punk rock and I was at a punk rock festival even this year in May. So does, um, because music, you said, even if you're not a professional musician, it's like you, just the way you jammed before it was for me, it's like, okay, you not call yourself a provider. You, you were one, I, you, um, but it is, is the music part. And you also, you said you're, you're a DJ and you're, for me, you're an entertainer. Um, a, a person that is, is entertaining, being it with the art, being it with, um, with your DJing, being it, you're very, I, I, I will say it in the beginning, or I said it in the beginning when you watched the, the video back, it's like, you're a larger than life person in the best way possible. Even, even like physically. No, that's, that's, no, no, but a larger than life person, which I, um, and it, it, energy, like, uh, exudes from you it's it goes out from you which i which i love so much so the fact of the does the music part influence you in general or is this a general view of your life how you do your art my photography is like punk rock it's also something like um political you know mm -hmm. and at some point my photo photography is um also something that kind of subtle political It's about breaking stereotypes. It's it really, it is about discrimination. You've portrayed black people. Yeah. The fact how you do your art is like to crumble it up, to, to deconstruct it. Yeah. Is to basically break those stereotypes of yeah. a black person. Yeah. Um, not being portrayed as what maybe white society tells you. So my question here is, how do you feel if you make such a politically, not statement, but that you work towards a more, a better understanding of the world. Does it give pressure to you as an art? The pressure was uh, differently because I used to be with a gallery and he told me like, yeah, my, uh, racism doesn't sell. You can't, don't, don't do that anymore, blah, blah, blah. And actually I stopped, you know, and I'm, but I'm gaining back like some of us confidence, confidence and, and, and motivation to work towards this, this uh, direction. Because uh, it's really important to, to to show people what's up, you know. So actually, the series what I did, uh, which I exhibited in a museum, which was really cool because I got I got more exposure. I actually took those stereotypes. So actually, I took the gangster, I took the rapper, I took the drug dealer, I took the took the criminal and stuff, you know. I tried to like deconstruct it, you know. Like the title of the exhibition was like "They Don't Care About Us," and I have like two types of titles. They think we are oh. criminals. Yeah whatever. Uh -huh. And then you got like, they don't want us to be educated, happy, confident, for example. And there's, and then there was like one huge, uh, picture, uh, that I produced. It's a guy, uh, with a suit, like guy with a suit and he's holding a passport in his hand, Austrian passport. And the name the title of the, of the picture is, uh, the illusion of inclusion. And it's about 
that society doesn't always accept you, although you're like, even if the documentation and the everything. Wearing the suit, you got a nice job and stuff. And yeah. They still see, society sees behind that and still, the, even if you've done basically everything, yeah, you can still not like yeah. grip it off or put it away. So, first of all, super sad to hear, but I think fantastic from your side um, to to show this and to really give it some attention in a in a non, I think, a very not subtle way but very soft way, because it's it's nothing that you can basically be against because it's just like I portray those people and whatever you think and it's it's a discussion that you will have within you when you look at the pictures and I think that's the best type of first discussion that yeah. they have is like what does it make me feel and second of all why does it make me feel that and I think what a lot of people do is they only uh, think about the first question is like what does it make me feel and then they immediately express that they don't go that second round is like And why do I feel that way? Why am I against it or for it? Why do I think it's beautiful with my heritage, with my whatever, with my consciousness? And when you ask that second question, I think this is a, a therapeutical thing that happens within you when you look at art. Like, oh my God, like I didn't, I've never thought about this aspect in my life and yeah. like why I think about that. So I think that's gorgeous uh, yeah. what you do there. So congrats to that. Is there anything on the horizon that you say, I'm going to switch, I want to try, I want to shoot Jay-Z, I want to... Are there any bigger dreams? There are, yeah. You uh, met us in? Yeah. I don't have to. See, I was, when, I was, when I was on tour with James, I got to know a couple of people. Uh, there was a guy, he's a, he's a lawyer, and he's a lawyer of Kendrick Lamar. And when I thought about like Kendrick Lamar, I was like, okay, Kendrick Lamar, It's actually uh, covering the same topic as I I do, you know. And I wanted to actually make a proposal, you know, which I can send. I was talking to Universal Music. And then I talked to a friend who lives in LA. He was like, yeah, I know his, I know his tour manager. Maybe I can like, you know, send it through. Yeah. And I never did it. But this was like one of my goals because I think uh, this is something that I want to do. Maybe if it's not a... Uh, album cover, you know, but at least uh, photographing. I shouldn't be an album cover, but of course. No, it should be. But oh God, even if it's not, it's okay, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But I can imagine that, you know, with the, yeah, just imagine like, I just kind of see this portrait, something like that. Yeah. On the streets. Amazing. But I'm, I love, I love that. And it's not confidence. It's the, it's the trust in your art. Yeah. Confidence can be self-generated, but hypothetical because you think I'm confident. I, I can do that without having the skill to it. You can be yeah. confident without backing it up. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and you have this trust in yourself, in your art, in the way you do things that is like, yeah, it should obviously be an album cover because it just fits. Yeah, and it fits. Exactly. And, and I love that. I, I, I will adopt this to my way of going about, um, uh, Whatever I do, being a photographer, being a dad, being, writing a script or whatever, just have this trust in yourself. Yeah. Confidence is always that other people seeing, oh, he's very confident, he's big and no, 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 no. Have the trust in yourself, have the trust in your art and the rest will follow. I want to be, be, before we stop, I, you took this camera and uh, because it's, it's called talking cameras. Um, 
you took this this one uh, to Sardinia where we where we met the last time to, to the wedding. It's a it's a Contax G1, yeah. um, and it's obviously um, analog. Uh, and uh, do you, do you take this specific camera just around, or is it just lying there? And whenever you like think about it, like okay, I'm just gonna do it. Um, I used to uh, walk around with the camera like back in the days, but since like doing all the art stuff, I like. Uh, I don't shoot that much, like mm -hmm. frequently, like, you know. So when I was in Sardinia, I was like, okay, should I take the F100 with me or should I take the smaller camera? Because I already I got like stuff with me. So um, I thought like keep it small. And um, so I took this camera with me and it's, it's kind of sweet. I love this camera. Is the roll still in there from the... Uh, actually, no. <laughs> I will have to, I still have to develop it. Okay. Are you going to develop it by yourself? Yeah, I do everything in-house. In-house production. In-house production, that's amazing. Yeah. So do you also digitize uh, the photos then? Uh, or Not or anymore. Not anymore. So you have to come here to, to visit the good stuff, uh, to see the good stuff. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Um, the, so it, the, the fact that you don't basically document your life in photography every day is like perfectly fine to you. Yeah, it's sometimes sad. I was like, I wish I took more photographs, you know, even just with my phone, you know. Yeah. But, um, but I, the fan list. So detached from a large format camera. It's so vastly different. Of course, but it's about documenting life. Exactly. And sometimes, you know, the thing is like, I live in the moment. I really live a lot in the moment. That's why I don't document stuff. It's kind of strange. I should be. Maybe I shouldn't. But do you journal? Do, do you write down stuff? I do write down stuff, but not too much. Actually, should when I I did a I did a water fast last year and this year, mm -hmm. and that's where I actually, and during this time I do I do a journal. That's where I just write my thoughts. I'll never read it again, but it's like maybe I do. Yes, yeah. just write even if it's just one word. Mm -hmm. Can't tell mine. I think we're gonna go around and have a, have a look at the studio. Um, but uh, man, it was a fantastic experience i love the energy i love your work this is much more than i expected man thank you for taking the time i appreciate so it so much um we will do more uh with each other and i'm excited to 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 check the studio out man thanks so much